In a world where tomorrow's blockbusters reign, three millennials look back on our generation's classics, on our generation's classics, our generation's classics, and remember. Hey everyone, welcome to Millennials in the Movie House, the podcast where three friends watch our generation's beloved movies of yesterday and review them from our modern adult perspective. I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. And today we are talking about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. From 1968, uh, written by Raul Dahl and Ken Hughes, based on a novel by James Bond, I mean Ian Fleming, uh, directed by Ken Hughes, <laughs> um, starring um, Beep Van Beep, Dick Van Dyke, Sally Ann Howes, Lionel Jeffries, Heather Ripley, Adrian Hall, Gert Frobe, Anna Quayle, and Benny Hill. Did you like yeah, you were just on you're on fire, Beth. <laughs> Bam beat. I mean, honestly, that was I stole that joke from Family Guy, but what are you gonna do? All I right. Love it. So quick synopsis, Serena Go. Oh, <laughs> oh no, I it's forgot never it. to forget. Oh, the I tables forgot. have turned. Oh no, I totally spaced. Okay. <laughs> this was a long movie, but it, it was, was. A, it was a fun movie. Um, two hours and 22 minutes, I think it was. Yeah, that's um, insane. For can I insert yeah. something here? Please do. I'd, I'd be honored. It is one of the longest children's movies until Harry Potter came out. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love her fun facts. Tracy's fun facts. Tracy's just... fun facts. <laughs> I'm just going to go. I'm going to insert something here. <laughs> yeah, please continue. <laughs> so um, so it is a kid movie. All right. I wasn't 100% sure when I went into this. I'm like, it's kind of a kid movie, but it's a little dark. And there was this one scene where they like caged the children that I remember from watching this a year, a couple years ago at your house, Trey. And I was like, did I make you watch this? My God, we totally made her watch this movie. (laughs) And it was like the one scene I, cause I had fallen. This is one of our things where we did when I fell asleep and I woke up to like children screaming and caged. And I was like horrified. And I'm like, then Tracy tells me that this and movie the is children were screaming. And <laughs> That's the... a different oh, millennial sorry, movie. Wrong movie. Okay. <laughs> and then she says I could watch this movie with my nanny kids. I'm like, but I was horrified when I woke up out of a dead slumber and saw That's that. That's the cage. point. Okay. Yeah. Give the synopsis and then we'll get into it. Okay. So uh uh 1908 we have uh the grand prix all the different countries a crash there's a car crash the kids uh jump in the car years later i want to say like maybe 15 years later because is it even a millennial season millennial at the movie house season without a car chase movie oh my gosh i literally (laughs) thought that same thing i'm like how many car racing movies have we seen in three seasons why is that like so death race yeah so weird wild um (laughs) And then uh, there's a woman, uh, she almost hits the children crossing, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward. Um, she ends up falling for their father. <laughs> really sweet. But the the dad, uh, the children's, is he the dad? He is the dad, right? Yes. I'm like, hold on. This is a long, this is a long synopsis. Tracy. You're she's like me, Serena. What is okay. like the, the point of the movie? What is the? So they fix the car up. The car takes them to magical lands. I think it was a dream. 
It was a story that the father was telling, but good job. Yeah, the story or at the beach was day. It? Or was it a story? I have comments about that. <laughs> and um, the car went from broken down and not working to this magical epic can float, can fly, can do all the things. And uh, happy ending. Everyone is happy. The car works. The, pa- the people are in love. That's it. I mean, to, if there's to more like, than throw in, <laughs> that's what I gathered from it <laughs> for two and a half hours. The basic premise of this movie is a guy fixes up a car for his kids. <laughs> it's not really tells him a story. The yep. end. <laughs> okay. That, why I did you make that here scene? that he's like, he's an inventor. Yeah, like, he that's is. his thing. So he's got like a couple of sticks that like, you oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And he's that raising was... free range children and it's free yeah. range children. I love that, that. too. Yeah. Oh, the truant like, officer. What, what was it? What if they like running into traffic? Oh my gosh. The free range children. Wait, I love that. Did I miss that line in there? Or did you just make that up? No, no that's what they're, it's called. Okay. Free range children. children. <laughs> Must've missed that one. Um, Betsy, you make it seem so, so easy when you just throw well, out I mean, one sentence. The massive well, you guys oversimplification, seen, but <laughs> you guys, you guys have seen this movie quite a bit, quite right. a few times. I think I've only seen it one time and then another time where I half fell asleep and woke up horrified. Right. So let's, let's, um, let's jump into that. So I know I grew up watching this movie, Tracy, I think you did as well. Yes. Can I tell a quick story? Sure. We'd be honored. So I remember, I'm pretty sure I was five or six when I think maybe I was a little bit older because I think my brother could walk. Mm -hmm. Um, and my mom got this movie. It was on VHS and she gave it to us as a present. I don't even know what it was. If it was, I don't know what it was for, but mm-hmm. us being spoiled kids, I looked at the movie and was like, I don't want to watch a car movie. Like I remember <laughs> as a child being like, this is a stupid movie. I don't want to watch a car movie. I don't like this. Like yep. didn't even watch it. I was just like, and my mom was like, okay. We finally goes, tough crowd. Well, right. Exactly. And I'm like, so we eventually did watch it and it was like life-changing. Like yeah. it was the best movie. Yeah. And it really is. It's one of those it's classics. So I want to say, I think I watched a lot of these movies because my mom grew up with a lot of these movies. This was like, mm-hmm. what year was this? 68? Yeah. 68. Yep. And all there was, there was a good chunk of time in the sixties of good, like family good movies, kids movies. Yep, yeah, Absolutely. That said, my mom has never seen this movie and she never wants to see this movie. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Cause it's funny. She got home and I was in the middle of watching it and she was like, oh God. I was like, what? She was like, this, it's just creepy. It's just creepy. That's I'm how like, oh, I felt about it. it. That's how I know, but that I'm telling you guys, even seeing the trailer and stuff, like I felt the same way. Now, yeah. is the bad guy in the dream the same guy that tried to buy the car in the beginning? No, different different completely it's funny you say that because i expected the baron to be the same actor as as the scrumptious as yeah as as, but they're not (laughs) they're just different people two different people okay i guess i got i guess i got used to that type of style with like jumanji you know how jumanji jumanji and actor and yeah but this is kind of this is a little bit similar to jumanji does hook do that is Mm. the father uh no no hook doesn't do it I guess no. I'm thinking of Jumanji. I'm thinking of Jumanji. Yeah. 
Um, but, but this was, but this was 68 bets. Was this like the only, was this the first of its, t- of its kind in that time frame, or were there other movies? I mean, like- this is, this is a response film to Mary Poppins. Oh, like the the whoever it was the producers or the director whoever like they were they wanted to recreate trying to recreate mary poppins in a lot of ways um and it's funny controversial opinion i like this movie better than mary poppins Ooh, wow i know i know i always go into mary poppins being like oh i get to watch mary poppins and then something about it I just lose interest in it (laughs) I always expect the music to be better than it is yep and I am always pleasantly surprised by the music in this movie this one is so the music is catching very good catchy the dance scenes are phenomenal yeah so good yeah I don't know it's just the chemistry between fact here yes yeah (laughs) okay I love it so during the um bamboo scene Yes. Um, they had to do it so many times or whatever, because I think they do it in one take. Yeah. So they had to do it so many times to get it right. And Dick Van Dyke hurt his leg during this. He like Mm -hmm. snapped a ligament or something like that. And he went to the doctor and the doctor was like, yeah, you're you're full of arthritis. You're about to fall apart. You're literally falling apart. Not to mention he is like he was a smoker. He was into cocaine. Like he he was a mess. He was an alcoholic. and they were like you're never gonna dance again and to this day he's still getting up walking on two feet dancing listen his scene he is chitty chitty bang bang let me tell you when he showed up in mary poppins returns i was like bless yes yeah it was great okay Um, i didn't realize that he was okay i'm gonna look at both of those that's a newer one mary poppins returns is more uh recent yes okay uh so can we continue with Julie Andrews? I know Bets, you've <sighs> always wished that truly was Julie Andrews. Yes. Aww. And I, so I made a comment this time around. I made a note about it this time around because every time I watch this movie, I'm like, because I know that Julie Andrews was supposed to be cast and she wasn't. So they used her Broadway replacement or mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. But the, the, like looking at it objectively now, I'm like, all right. I think my problem is it it's not on Sally Ann House. I think she does what she can do. Mm-hmm. But in so when they couldn't get Julie Andrews, my problem is they tried to pick somebody who could get as close to Julie Andrews as they could instead of getting somebody who could make that make the role their own. Yes. That's my problem. Yep. That's all. <laughs> that was good. That uh, was a good point. I didn't realize that that was um I didn't realize. I mean, I love Julie Andrews. Love she her. refused it because she didn't want to be typecast as the nanny type character. And you know what? That's fair. And then oh, I think right. I don't remember. Right. That makes sense. When actually. the sound of music came out, but she immediately was cast as another nanny. I think this, I think sound of music was before this. Was it before? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that, you know, that's fair. And especially if this is supposed to be like a Mary Poppins, not rip off, but like, you know, yeah it's the same thing like you know i could see her wanting to branch out and do something else but at the same time for all of us who you know are watching this many years on we're like that was clearly a julie andrews role yes. <laughs> um, she i i didn't know that so not knowing that not knowing that information i didn't and i love julie andrews but not knowing that information ahead of time and just watching the movie going in blind i think she did a, a 
Mm. I think she did yeah. a pretty good job, but I think good. if I had known that, that might've, that might've tweaked my view a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, fair. It, like I might go back and watch it a second time. And now I know this information. I think she, she had, she made a valiant effort. I think she's a theater singer more than a movie singer, which mm. is the only other issue I have with her. When I, when I see her on screen, she reads as a theater actor that kind of throws me a little bit too. But other than that, I think she did what she could with the role and it's fine. Yeah. Sometimes the singing's a little cheesy. Like she was singing in one scene in the uh, dad. Yeah. The dad was like looking on. I, I just, sometimes I get like, like, think about this. Think about this the one just, that she was in the garden. Maybe. And the two kids were sitting right there. Like, no, when we- she's alone in the garden. Yeah. But like when they sometimes drop her it's off. cheesy that's, though. That's my pee break scene. Okay. Always has been. Always has been. <clears throat> but what about Not the one that... where she's sitting with the two kids and the oh, father? Truly scrumptious. Oh, truly scrumptious. No, at the beach. I like that. I one. like that one. Yeah. So it's just like I think about like what if the three of us were sitting together doing a podcast and we all just stared into each other's eyes and broke into song? Like how well, awkward is that? That's my that's my dream. <laughs> <laughs> that's are you kidding me? I sing all the time. When you go into a musical, you have to be, you have to have that, the musical level of suspension of disbelief. Yes. It's it's different level than a right, than a, a non-musical movie. I will say I always find almost every musical cheesy except Sound of Music. That's I don't think it's cheesy at all. And I'm obsessed with all the songs and maybe the movie just has a special place like, in my heart. Even like the, the duet that they sing in the, um, in the vestibule. Which one? Uh, with Marie and um, the captain. That seems that super. That might that that might have been my pee break to me. Yeah, it might be. It might be. All right, let's bring it back. Um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. So we all enjoyed this movie. Yes. yes. Awesome. I, like I was when ex- we all enjoy a movie. Yeah, <laughs> it makes me happy. <laughs> so, real quick, Bets, you said the sus- suspension of. Disbelief. Uh, disbelief with musicals you have to do that mm-hmm. so with your pee break scene when she has this like her own song so we find it's out in that- the fantasy right i know okay i never noticed it before this okay this is the first That's time i my, ever like- registered that and i'm like is he is this part of the story? Is he telling the story of dropping off truly and then truly has this serenade about yeah. him? Yes. Okay. Thank you. That's why I was like a dream he, within a dream within a dream. He, he either he doesn't know she's doing this or he's telling the story about this song that she's and I'm like, right. <sighs> that was where and it's and that is also the reason why I know I always have issues defining where the fantasy story is and where the reality is in this yeah. movie and that is one of the major reasons and I never picked up on it is because I mean it's all just a story right anyway right yeah right. no I am totally with you on that <laughs> yeah oh okay anyway why are we watching this as a millennial yes. movie <laughs> I just wanted to first off we we are just going classic millennials the movie house for today we're doing an old movie mm-hmm. but also this is an instance where it's not a millennial movie but every millennial has seen this movie yeah and it has an opinion on this movie and yep. is likely traumatized by this movie yeah <laughs> so i think that's what it comes down to bets the trauma it's the trauma like, 
I feel like our generation definitely um, has those traumatic movies that we grew up with. Like Disney still was traumatic. You had the like Land Before Time, even The Lion King. um, And they had that scary element of the scare, like truly scary bad guys. So like in Fern Gully, like the the oh my god, monster. And like you had bad guys that you were afraid of. But and I I think I'm gonna be butchering a quote somewhere, is that it but what makes them good, and I think I tr- I actually do encourage even kids today to watch these movies, is that you see someone triumphs over these bad yeah. things. It's not it's not telling you that dragons exist. It tells you that dragons can be defeated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That is which good. I think I like a lot that. of movies today they don't have. They sugarcoat things. They sugarcoat things a and lot, and they avoid topics. And yeah, no, I got you. I got you. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, all right. Anyway. Okay. So back to it. What was everyone's favorite part as an adult? Do you remember your favorite part as a child? And what is your favorite part as an adult? I never saw it before. So um, I'll just say, I think that there's two reasons for this. Okay. So I love the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang song. It's a great song. That literally might be my favorite part. Okay. That was um, what this, what gave this movie any nominations yeah right? so like it, it was, was nominated like nominated for, for best song and yeah there was a couple of nominations i don't know um what it actually got for awards but i was trying to look. i was looking on wikipedia um i love the song now d- quick question and this might be fun facts i don't want to interrupt some fun facts but did you have you girls seen i think it's ace ventura 2 yeah and i he, mean like as a kid i saw well, yeah. yeah he i think it's ace ventura 2 he's in a rickety old car and he's with some guy who's scared crapless because he's literally like speeding and he's like the car's falling apart and he's like chitty chitty bang bang chitty. and he's like singing it <laughs> for like a while you guys for like and i'm like <laughs> dying because i looked on youtube to see if i had dreamt this it, it's a real if you look up on youtube like ace ventura 2 chitty chitty bang bang or something like yeah. that it'll come right up um but i was just like okay secretly like i can't with him he kills me <laughs> What's his name? Jim Carrey. He is so, so that's your point funny. of reference with this movie. <laughs> no, but it, I mean, some people's it's Family Guy. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, which in one? a couple different episodes. Yeah, like, wait, which know? one does Family Guy? They do a take on, or the one that I think of is Old Bamboo is a bag of weed. I think is yep. the name of the song that they do. That's yep. one of their more famous musical numbers. Yep. I'm sorry. So, Serena, your favorite part about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is the fact that it was sorry. in Ace Ventura 2. So, your favorite part about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is actually a scene from Ace Ventura 2. Well, no, it's the song. It's so catchy. And <laughs> okay, then I was a- like bobbing along to it. And I'm like, where have I heard this before? It's a great song. It is a great song. Yeah. So, Tracy, go. Okay. I think I remember, I think as a child, my favorite parts were the inventions he had. Oh, okay. Like yeah. The breakfast machine. I love that. And then like the concept of a vacuum. I knew that in the movie, it didn't exist yet, mm-hmm. but he was inventing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I thought that was funny. I think as an adult, my favorite part is just Dick Van Dyke. Like yes. he kills it. He is just so an amazing actor. Good. He's so good with the kids. Yep. And I learned reading my my trivia about this is that the the person, the producer or director, director. both were not good with kids and yeah. forgot basically that he had to deal with kids. Yeah. So the actors and other people kind of 
took charge of either entertaining them when they weren't on screen or helping them like prompt them to like what to do and how to go. And, and I think Dick Van Dyke was part of that was good with the yeah. kids. Um, but right now I think my favorite part is the grandfather. Oh yeah. I love Can it. I describe, I mean, I know that you just said what you just said, but I think the grandfather has always been your favorite part. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It, and <laughs> And I know for a fact, it's one of my brother's favorite scenes yes. is the posh is traveling posh. life. I mean, I mean, I think he sings that literally all the time. Right, right. Can it's I just read Lionel Jeffries? First off, he was only, I think he was like either six months younger or six months older than he Dick Van Dyke. He was younger than Dick Van Dyke, yeah. yeah. Really? His no description, and it's because he went bald as, as a very young man is one of the things that mm-hmm. makes him look older. So his description on IMDb for Lionel Jeffries is... With his bald head, firm jawline, and bristling mustache, Lionel Jeffries played a nice line of English eccentrics. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Trey, I have a question. Yes. Um, did the breakfast making machine give you Casper vibes? Yes. That's okay. Yes. Good. And in comparison. fact, I think I we did, too. did. I don't know if we mentioned it in the podcast, but it did make me think of that. Um, yes. Good job, Serena. Um, I was just like full circle guys. Let's bring it around. I love right, Do you want another full circle moment? Speaking of, Please. um, the old men is I have referenced Chichity Bagman at least once, if not multiple times in our podcast, because this is my reference for, and I quote myself from God, whatever episode it was, a gaggle of old men. Oh my God, the gaggle of old men. men. I forgot about that. This is what I reference where when I think of the gaggle of old men, um, specifically in Ball of Fire when we watched the the encyclopedia movie. I remember that. Yeah. So this is the reference of the this is the my first example of gaggle of old men. What's even funny is that I was like, what did I call these, these men? And I wrote down in my notes, gaggle of old men. And I was like, I know it was in at least one episode. So I re-listened to ball of fire. I recently, and I said in our podcast, gaggle of old. I'm like, wow. Beautiful. Okay. Consistent. Beautiful. That's what I think yeah. these people are. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. I got to say about that scene, they, the, um, what's the name of the song that they sing? The gaggle of old men sing. It's um, sweet roses of success or something like that. The roses of success. Yeah. This was the first viewing of this movie that I was like, oh, I like the song. It's a great it's song. A really good song. It's almost like inspiring too. That's like yeah. it's not failure. It's just learning how to, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Because I I remember as a kid, I'm like, oh god, it's a bunch of old men singing. I don't really care about that. Yeah. No. It was brilliant. <laughs> yep. I also, so those old men and then like the entourage that the, is it a baron or the king or whomever it is, baron, the baron, the and, baron the and the baroness, the gaggle of people they have with them are these very eccentric, like almost caricatures of yes. people. And it adds to this world, this fantasy yes, world does. that I buy into. Yes. yes. Um, yep. Same. But it I almost, love it. Oh my God. You know what I was just going to say? Oh my God, I stand by this. It's all coming back around. It reminds me of a Tim Burton movie, yeah, but a yes. Raul Dahl Tim Burton movie. And this was written by Raul Dahl. And I know that that scene, those fantasy sequences are 100% Raul Dahl. Ian Fleming did not write any of those scenes. Yes, yes. The novel. So, so yeah, this is very Raul Dahl. <laughs> um, all right. 
my favorite parts. Uh, I remember as a kid, my favorite part, for whatever reason, is the Chuchi face scene. Yes. Um, and the all the contraptions that are being used to try to kill each other. Um, I rewatched this scene twice. Is she trying to kill him? I think he's just trying to kill her. Because I thought that too. And then I watched it. So I had to rewatch it. I think you're right. Yeah. I think she's that, just trying to like evade. Yeah. And, and then comes back. Like she knows, her. especially after the spike, when she looks at him, like, what are you trying to do to me? Oh, she's well aware of what. And then what I don't understand. Like, why huh. is he married to her then? Well, okay. I want to, I want to talk about their dynamic and the whole okay. Okay. world. Sorry, continue on with you. But I always have loved that song. And I, the hijinks, I don't know what it is about hijinks. I like it. I don't, but in real life, I hate pranks. I yeah. despise pranks. I don't <laughs> like physical comedy in real life, but in movies I do. I want to say you like good quality yes, hijinks in is. movies. It's good quality hijinks. Cause like, I don't think you like stupid things. No, I hate three stooges. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yep. I agree. Which we anyway. kind of got with the two, the two guys, the two spies, the two spies. I always forget about them because they don't make sense to me in this movie. Mm. They, they evoke spy versus spy and therefore yes. the great race. And yes. that's a different, that's a whole different movie to me. I don't know. I it did just, get, I did get great race vibes though. I wrote that down. Oh yeah. The great race. That's fair. That's fair. And the death race. Death race. Yeah. Oh, death race. I forgot about that movie. I death race 2000. <laughs> I, which I have a question. I know I keep interrupting you, Bess, and I apologize. That's okay. In the, in the very opening, they have the Grand Prix races. Yeah. They have two people driving or they have a driver and then somebody else. And the only other place that I've seen two people drive like that is in the, great, in the race great race where you have the driver and the navigator. Yeah. Why do you think, like, I, I want to say that that was based in reality, that they had two people. Do you think you had like the mechanic? I wonder if it was actually in that instance, because if you notice, it was only in one of the races, like you go through three races, I want to say, and he's only has a partner in one of them. Oh, okay. I want to say it was actually maybe a reporter that was sitting in the car with him because oh. he was like taking notes and talking to the driver okay. at the same time. I would have to rewatch it to kind of get that buried. But yeah, I did notice that. I thought that was interesting because because a navigator makes sense in the movie, The Great Race, because. Right. But I mean, maybe with this too. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, my favorite part now, it's really tough because. I qualify this as mo almost two movies. So I'm going to give two parts. Okay. Um, the mule bamboo mm -hmm. scene is I, the dance is just, oh God, I, I, if I'm, if I'm watching this movie as background, I stop what I'm doing and I watch that, that scene yeah. fully every single time. And then the other thing I love is ambiance of the Baron's court. So yes. the, the visual, the yeah. visuals, like the costumes and the set and the, like the, even the facial the, hair the and, like the... and like all of that, that whole vibe. Yes. I just love. Yep. Yep. And it's one of those things that I didn't really pay attention to as a kid, but as an yep. adult, I'm like the, the ball, the ball room dancing. Yes. Where the, they the are slapping like of the aggressively hands. slapping yes. each other. I'm like, what is this? This is yeah. amazing. Yep. It's so weird. And you don't have to have that in a children's movie. Yeah. But they chose to put it yeah. in a children's movie. Agreed. 
Yep. I, I, I must also give a shout out to the child catcher because yes, you can't not yep. reference him at least a little bit. You either love to hate him or you just love him. And- oh, I mean, I think I referenced the and all free today. Like, like yep. terrifying, <laughs> terrifying. I terrifying. always hear you guys or somebody quote that. Yeah. Says that. And oh, why was he so terrifying? Because he was a ballet dancer. Because he was a ballet dancer. He just, he nailed, he is known for one thing in this world and it is that. And honestly, I'd be proud if I was him. Yeah. Um. So going back to the idea that um, the, in all three today, the other line that came out of, I mean, aside from all the songs, obviously, but the other line that like, when I heard it, I was like, oh my God, that is like a sense memory right there. And the big brown bear went, <laughs> Lollipping over, over the, the mountain. Oh my god! I can't believe you just said that. That's, I don't yes. know why that stuck out. Do you know how long I've tried to find what book he is reading? <laughs> Did you ever figure uh, and, it out? No. And this time around, watching it, the next line is "No, no, no," said the princess. Yeah. And some people online think it's a rendition of Snow White, but Ooh. I have looked up like lulloping is such a like that's a searchable word yeah you know yeah and I have not been able to find it or I mean maybe I just need better google skills because I would love to own that children's book right and say it exactly like that and the (laughs) lulloping lulloping over the mountain yeah so I know I just listed off my favorite parts but the doll in the music box will always have a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. That, you guys talk about that before I had ever seen this years ago when I first started hanging with you girls. You talked about that. She that, said that was really hard choreography and she had to get it all in one go. That scene is a movie in itself. Yeah. In a, in, like in a little way because her choreography insanely hard but she did a fantastic job even, she had to do it twice like even his choreography was difficult he was on a string yeah i better didn't string quite, like i knew that. Juice, by the way oh <laughs> by far by far and obviously he is because he does some things that like a body just physically cannot do but for as a child it just <laughs> never you occurred to me it i never saw it i don't question it at all but it, yeah. now i'm like oh obvious like okay all right, right that makes i guess me feel better that he's not like defying physics although <laughs> oh, if because he was honest during strength. a dance scene it In would be Zygmunt, like. <laughs> um but even so so and then you have their duet is so sweet and romantic like there's one point where he just pecks her he like kisses her hand really lightly and then there's and she, like even a little moment of comedy yes at the end when she lifts up her hand but also when he gets sidetracked by staring at himself in the mirror and and she she pushes him oh my god it's the only time that i always consistently laugh out loud at this yeah it's good and i love it like all of those things plus i always like reprises of songs Mm -hmm. and it's a reprise Mm -hmm. of truly scrumptious yes and i love that song because it makes sense because of her name and you can sing it by yourself it doesn't have to be about you know what I mean and it just it fits in Mm -hmm. well it just everything was just Mm -hmm. beautifully came together it was Mm -hmm. so good I I know I said earlier that um I'm always pleasantly surprised by the music in this I and I don't know what it is but 
this time around, especially, I was like, oh my God, this every song, almost every single song, it's just good. It's just yeah. good it's, music. The it's only, impossible the only one to is not her, sing her along. solo. Yeah, the only one, yeah, that's yeah, is the her solo. It's just but you not don't catchy. like her solo? Yeah, no. It's it's, it's well sung. It's just not catchy. It doesn't really hold a point to the movie. Yeah. Other than it does show her reciprocation for except uh, it was the in the fantasy, so I, it doesn't I, count. I, Tracy, it, I have a question for you. Oh, okay. How was the wooing in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> I love it. You asked her this. I do love it. Um, I have issues with the timeline in this movie. Mm-hmm. Be- I, 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 she's speechless. She's speechless. <laughs> she wasn't expecting the question. Yeah, no, it's because I, I have thought about this, but I didn't know the answer and I just bought it anyway. It's fine. Um, because there, the wooing happened in the story, right? But that only happened. And I want to say it's when they came home that same day Mm -hmm. after the beach is when he got the money, right? Yes. So he came, the pretend, oh, no, no, no. It was out of the dream that the kid said, and then daddy and truly got married and lived happily ever after. Yes. And then he was like, oh, this is ridiculous. Why is this ridiculous? And then, so I have a problem with the timeline. However, when he goes running, she gets upset that he says it's ridiculous. And then when he runs back to get her, cause she, he now feels like he's worth something to her. Mm-hmm. Um, she is also coming back to him. Mm-hmm. So because it's that mutual and they kiss and then she's like, well, you have to marry me now. And I'm trying to think of, when was the period that was the early 1800s right when like you couldn't even be in the same room with another person without well and that was i that's what i was going to bring up was they went almost meta in my opinion in that last line in that line where well oh you have to marry me now because earlier in the movie it's not it's not time a time period thing it's a kid's sensibility thing so the kids at one point when they're on the beach say um oh they haven't even kissed but when they when they get when they kiss they have to get married because that's what kids think if you're they say that at the beach yeah the kids say it when they're looking when they're like they're spying on on oh oh, okay okay that's right so um so it's like that kid sensibility so that that's why at the very end she's like well you kiss me i have to get married now because and and in my head i'm like oh that's like that's them being like, well, the kids are watching. So because we kiss, we got to get married. <laughs> but I, yeah, I was, I was just curious about, because on the one hand, they only knew each other for a few days, yeah. <laughs> but on the yeah. other hand, it still felt like they knew each other for a long time. Yeah, exactly. So it kind of worked. Yeah. <laughs> Serena, next question is for you. Ooh, Ooh. I like these like spot on questions. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> pressure nope it's just an opinion question and i have one word come on can you not guess what my what my request is uh, we've already is talked it about, about music nannying? i'm gonna see about is costumes. it about nannying it's the fashion oh Serena, <laughs> i secretly love uh truly's outfits that's what i right when she came say. out yeah right when she came out on the scene what was that like a lemonade vibe i don't know she was just I like the she, lemonade vibe. Yeah, yeah. She, lemonade vibe. And she had it the was. big hat, but she rocked the big hat. Sometimes the big hat 
doesn't work. It worked for her. It worked for her. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that everyone else was just kind of whatever, but her outfits really did. I mean, she's supposed to have come from money or had mm-hmm. been well off. So she's her got outfits- that sweet, sweet candy money. Yeah, she got. <laughs> wow. So is that a quote that I missed? No, no. Oh. <laughs> that I right love- there, Serena, is a, it's Tracy, a Tracy original. original. Yep. <laughs> Wink. Can I? <laughs> anyway. Um, does anyone have any other notes? I do. Oh yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, the Baron's Castle. That is a cast, a real life castle that Disney has used as like the that's Sleeping Beauty's castle. Mm-hmm. So that's what Disneyland's castle is based off of, and they use it in a bunch of other things. Um. Oh. My last note is all of the songs were we're banging <laughs> cracking myself wow. up here. Um, can we talk about the lullaby? Hushabye mountain is one of the most beautiful lullabies yes. ever. Yes, it really is. It really, really is. I'm with you on that. That would, that would be what I would sing to my kids. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. So the martini shot, would you recommend this movie? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, I would. Um, okay. Favorite part of the evening. Let's see. Oh, I'm like, what? All right. The next movie we will be watching is. Oh, snap. Get a clue. Is that a, is that a decom? I think it's a decom. Isn't it? It's, it's that the one with Lindsay Lohan and that kid who was famous for a minute. I've never seen this movie either. No. And I think this might be our first, um, our first made for TV movie. Oh, this will be interesting. All right. So, oh, this is going to be guys, this is going to be peak 2002 vibes. (laughs) This whole, this is going to be amazing. Okay. All right. Thanks for joining us. If you like what you hear, you can find more great episodes over on our website, www.millennialsthemoviehouse.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Curious about updates, extras from our episodes, or want to add your two cents about a reviewed movie? We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. Check us out and make sure to follow us. So until next time, we're millennials and we'll see you at the movie house.